Everybody, welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. Hey guys, another week, another dollar. Uh, I hope wait, five. Wait, are we making a dollar a week on this podcast? No, you're not making anything. You you owe me like twenty seven dollars. No, we take all the money from the sponsored drops and we put it back into the production. That's correct. Oh, and you know what? Our listeners at home right now are nodding their heads and going, "Yeah." Also, I need I need this podcast to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for my taxes. taxes. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a really bad, really underperforming business. Right, I have. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean. The studio that we've built here in sunny Los Angeles, <laughs> enormous as it is, with three separate buildings. Yeah, Real estate costs a little high. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. A lot of sunk costs there. But this is uh, a sports comedy podcast. It's a sports comedy podcast. Joel and I, sports insiders, Phil is a sports outsider. Don't know much about sports. Yeah. But it's. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I'm excited because March Madness is around the corner. Ooh, Ooh it's crazy. It's Ooh. mad. You can, you can start to feel it. You can, yeah, you can feel the yeah. madness rising in your blood. Oh, my blood Ooh, just yeah. boils. Baying at the moon. Yeah. Your drum solo is about to come so you can hear it calling in the air tonight. <sighs> Hold you on. know what? Phil gets that look in his eye, that little twinkle, and you could tell, you know what? There's going to be buzzer beaters. Oh. There's going to be so many buzzer beaters. It's going to be upsets. Buzzer beaters are like the whole point of this. Yeah. I generally do pretty good on March Madness brackets because it's all random. <laughs> it's not all random. I don't know. I do pretty good on my March Madness brackets. That's fair. I, mean, I always think they, they sometimes they put in like you can compare your bracket to other ones. Yeah. I think that they should every year ESPN should put it in a random number generator and generate a completely random bracket and let you know. But the only the if only- you had coin flipped all the way through. Would you be doing better than you are right the now? The only thing I'd say about the random the random thing is it would give probably too much weight to upsets of four seeds or higher, and you don't want those. Like, if yeah. you're filling out your bracket, you just make your one through four seeds in every quadrant win. That's the right move. And yeah. then maybe upsets starting at the five versus 12. Uh, Jordan, but what about those 13-4 upsets? Very rare. There's one like every other year. I I pick I pick all of the fours to be upset by 13, so when there is one, I can be like, well, look. I picked the 13-4 upset, guys. Uh, this guy's bracket. Mr. Smart Guy. Well, speaking of upsets, there was not an upset in uh, boxing recently. As uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Deontay yeah. Wilder fought... Uh, what was his name? Fury. Fury. Yeah. yeah great Fury name. Wilder. <laughs> Wilder Fury was the bout. Oh, that's a great... Oh, man. Right? I bet they sold a million pay-per-views. Oh, it was wilder than money. people want. Yeah. With even more fury than they were expecting. It's heavyweights, too, so yeah. they were punching each other. And he got he got hit pretty bad, Deontay yeah. Wilder. He did. Uh, interestingly enough, since heavyweight is the top weight class, right. uh, they don't separate weights anymore once you clear a certain thing. Okay. So he was actually outweighed by, like, 46, 46 pounds. pounds. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes. That's so a- definitely went in as a much smaller fighter, which you don't normally see because they have weight classes right so i think he's going to talk to us a little bit about the fight or at least the parts of it that he remembers that'll be good uh yeah uh just sort of clear the air though about his his defeat and you know why maybe he decided to take the fight with the larger stronger person all right and uh uh phil we got a wide world of weird sports goddamn right we do and news 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 but first tim tebow update watch update bum 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 time for sports Throughout history, brought to you by uh, history textbooks. You still have to buy them. 
Uh, Joel, we talked about this in uh, pre-production. Yep, we I remember gonna, we did. We discussed it in pre-production. We were, I told you what I had. No, you, we said that we were not going to we do, gonna do the segment. We were going to do the Tim Tebow Baywatch update. And I ignored you guys, and I made a drop, and I did it anyway. Because you Jesus. guys always skip my ideas, especially the ones involving I, yeah. history. I kind of uh, like this new Joel. Yeah. But she <laughs> wow. grabs life by the horns. Right? Yeah. yeah. But Ooh. first things first, Jordan, I know what you're thinking. Normally, update, watch, update, a very topical portion of our show. That's true. That's why Tim Tebow visits. Nope, that's why you're getting a very, uh, there's going to be some topical parts of this, right? Oh. So don't worry, still going to be topical. All right. Okay. Right? Well, Uh, I guess we better give it a chance then. Yes, indeed. So, (laughs) this week's episode, Sports in Ancient Rome, the Colosseum. Oh, this sounds more like a wide world of sports. Sorry, if you guys are like, what's the Colosseum? The Flavian Amphitheater. Yeah. The one built by Flavius. Oh. Oh, The guy that invented Flavortown. Uh, construction was actually funded by the opulent spoils taken from the Jewish temple after the great Jewish revolt in 70 CE that led to the siege of Jerusalem. CE so the is BC building, or AD? What's CE? I think it's, it's BC. No, it's AD. AD. It's yeah. Christian okay. era. I there you go. Right? Yeah. Uh, I see. Uh, but anyway, you remember that temple that was like really important to Jewish people? Yeah. Right. So they burned it down. Yikes. Oh, God. And then they took rocks from it. And then they brought it to Rome along with slaves whose temple they had burned down right. just earlier. I think I made them watch. <laughs> to build a sports yeah. arena. And then they built a sports arena out of that rock. So this, this happens to uh, local taxpayers yeah. now. Uh, it, it, it is often assumed that Jewish prisoners of war were brought back to Rome and contributed to the massive workforce needed for the construction of the amphitheater. Now, there's no ancient evidence for that, but it would nonetheless be commensurate with the Roman practice of adding humiliation to the defeated population. <laughs> oh, God. Yikes. So, wow. Yeah. This is this is like painting the Sparty statue after the big win in football. Okay. Yeah. But worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like taking the losing team in the rivalry and being like, you have to build the new rec center. Exactly. Oh, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> I thought there was going to be topical parts of this. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. Right. Uh, unlike <laughs> earlier Greek theaters that were built into hillsides, boo, boo. pussy hillsides. <laughs> oh, what a cop out! Right? The Colosseum <laughs> is an entirely freestanding structure. Even now, it's mostly still a freestanding. It's structure. very impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, good yeah. masonry. Uh, drives its basic exterior from uh, its two theaters built back to back. Oh. oh, oh, okay, that makes sense. So, what what sort of stuff did they put on in here? I can hear you guys. Gladiatorial asking. fights. You are correct, Phil. Yeah, man versus animal shows. fights. Right. The show is called Animal versus Animal Fights. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Oh, okay, guys. animal. Uh, yeah. We're always given to by private individuals rather than the state. So this would be like, oh, you know, uh, I'm Julius Caesar. I want you guys to vote for me. I'm going to put on some gladiatorial shows. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. All of the best people in the empire are going to kill each other for your entertainment because I'm footing the bill. Oh, I'd vote yeah. for that guy. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah, well, right? depending and on how works. entertaining the matches were. Uh, yeah, and, another, his, and his views on healthcare. Yeah, well, you want to know <laughs> You want to know how entertaining the matches were? How entertaining were the matches? Uh, another popular type of show was the Animal Hunt or Venatio. <laughs> Venatio. Yeah. 
uh, use, utilized a great variety of wild beasts, mainly imported from Africa in the Middle East, and included such creatures as, and guys, I'm about to list off a bunch of creatures here. Okay. I would expect nothing right. less. And I want you to be very careful while I'm doing this to imagine these beautiful, rare creatures mm. being killed by guys I'm gonna with swords. I'm going to close my eyes and imagine it. Okay. Yeah, because okay. that's what this is. So just, yeah, close your eyes, okay. picture a bunch of I guys with swords. Yeah, Hot day. Right all right, now. and all of a sudden Sunny those guys with swords turn and they pan Ooh, over they and you good. see a rhinoceros. Ooh. Scary hippopotamuses. Oh no! Elephants. Wow. Giraffes. Oh. I imagine you go for the neck. Yeah. (laughs) Got to jump up and whack at it. But maybe they can squiggly it around a lot. Yeah. Oryx. That would be a now extinct species of cattle from Asia, Europe, Asia, 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 Asia. Yeah. Most people say Eurasia. I say Asia. You know what? I think it's very progressive. Or a it's up. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Oryx, uh, now extinct species of cattle from these areas. Oops. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 now extinct. Oh, I, see, I got and it. And also, yeah. fighting cattle doesn't seem like that big of an adventure. Yeah, what? we do that all the time right, yeah. now. Uh, they would fight wizards, better Wizzons. known as European wood bison. Oh. Ooh, that's bison. Quite, that's quite large. Yeah. That seems fun. Uh, Barbary lions. Whoa. The, uh, a regionally specific North African species of lion that is now regionally extinct. Once again, oops. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Maybe killed too many of those Barbary lions. Yeah. Panthers, leopards, bears, Caspian tigers. They live from eastern Turkey, Mesopotamia, Caucasus, around the Caspian Sea, through sure. Central Asia, Afghanistan, and Xinjiang. Assessed to be extinct in 2003. Oh. So, oops, but not really entirely the Romans. That fault. feels like that's more. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crocodiles and ostriches. What are crocodiles doing in Italy? Yeah. Uh, it's funny you should say that, Jordan. That's a great segue into the next one. Uh, they also had sea battles. They would sometimes flood the floor of the Colosseum and have people sail around in boats trying to kill each other. Oh my gosh. This is like the Waterworld show at Universal Studios. Yeah. Or it's like when, uh, Treasure Island used to do their pirate stunt spectacular. Yeah. And now they change it to the sirens of TI. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm it's glad you guys said that because they would also do things like set up trees and little forests in the floor, <gasps> and then they release animals in there. Because guess what? After lunch, everyone's favorite thing, and this would come up, and they were huge fans of it, would be the odd bestia. Hang on, let me scroll down here. Odd bestia? Yeah. Like odd beasts. Yeah. They fight each other. So so right after lunch, ad bestias, uh, during the lunch interval, actually, uh, these would be executions, right? Oh, so criminals who had been uh, sentenced to death would be released, and there'd be all these fake trees, and they'd be like running around like, oh, it's gone, there's all these trees. <laughs> oh, God. I'm in a natural habitat. And for the people of Rome, one of their only chances to see animals in their natural habitat. Oh, that's nice. Like oh, zoo. It's like, yeah. yeah. But then the, the murderers and the rapists and whatnot would be run down by said tigers that you would release in there, and people would get to watch the tigers eat somebody. Yikes. Which, as a system of justice, I'm like, seems like this could backfire, right? Like, what if you release, I don't know, Maximus Slaughterus, who, you know, killed a bunch of people, and they're like, all right, well, I'd bestias, and you release him in there, and then 65,000 people watch him kill a bunch of lions with his bare hands. What's your next move there? Yeah, huh? because now the guy's a hero. Yeah, yeah. you going to send the guards in? To put irons on him? I think like, that you just described the plot of Gladiator. Kind of. Yeah. But he doesn't kill the lions with his bare hands. No. So, really quickly here, I'm going to get to the topical stuff because I know we're running Too late. Out of time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say really quickly 11 minutes into a bit, Joel. Right. No. Hey, some of that was the intro. <laughs> That's fair. 
Uh, but okay, so I remember I promised I'd make it topical. So yep. I'm going to describe to you guys a day of entertainment in today's society okay. if it were just like ancient Rome. Okay. okay. So here we go. Close your eyes again. Okay. Got my eyes closed. So Mayor Garcetti needs okay. to tamp up the uh, tamp up or tamp down the anger that's rising amongst the population. Yep, that's There's right. There's rumors about a deadly plague from a distant land, and people are freaking out. Oh, this, oh yeah. yeah. So you got to do something. So he says, "Hey, everybody, first come, first serve. Show up the Staples Center tomorrow morning, right? So we all go down there. Traffic is awful. Well, I'm gonna so I'm gonna take the expo be. line. Yeah, you take the expo line. That's what it's there for, right? Uh, and so you pull up, uh, and the first thing you're going to see is the the slaughter of a whole bunch of endangered species by guys with swords. So you're like walking in, you're like, oh, there are the trucks from the LA Zoo. They're here with all the rare, exotic, endangered species yep. that we're going to kill. But see, this is also Los Angeles, so a lot of people are like filing in, right, coming in late. Oh, well, right. Like, well, oh, traffic I'm was sorry, bad. we stopped at Jamba Juice in the in the promise. Of, oh, uh, did they already kill the rhinoceri? Oh no, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. But really, what everyone's waiting for is the big main event that's coming up at lunch, right? So they set up they set up a a, a, a topiary down in the floor of the Staples Center. They probably do something to make the 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 basketball hoops like incorporate into the environment that would oh, be fun yeah. yeah. it's like all right it's time for the execution right and this is la so we got all the best set designers right and so oh, they sure. set it up good point and they're like we need to make this look like like a myth or a legend that's popular with the people of now this is frequently how they'd stage these executions right mm-hmm. so uh they'd set it up like it's uh winterfell right they'd oh, set up a set to be like your winterfell okay and then uh here comes uh harvey weinstein right and Harvey Weinstein's dressed up like Ramsey Bolton. And you put him out there, and he's like, oh, shit, he's going And everyone around. goes, boo. Yeah, and he, he throws away the walker, and he's, like, running, and everyone's like, we knew it. Yeah, we, we knew it. it. We right? saw that Those one. tennis balls on the bottom of the walker are not yeah. befitting of 100 So after we boo him for a few minutes, and then all of his victims get to hit the button that releases all of the hounds in there. And everyone's like, oh, they're Sansa Stark. They're wearing, like, red wigs. Oh, I this love it. This is just it. like the story we know. And then we watch the dogs tear Harry Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein apart, and then everybody runs to go pee so they don't miss LeBron James uh, in battle against all of the former teammates from Cleveland. That sounds amazing. Right? Yeah. Isn't that fun? This is why we need to do more sports throughout history. Brought to you by Chains. Make sure to buy them from Home Depot, but don't use them for evil. News, news, news. Sports podcast. Another sports throughout history. We already did that for the first one. Brought to you by Whips. If you want to do Indiana Jones cosplay, get yourself a whip. I have a I have a Johnny Manziel update watch update actually and uh, I'm sorry. he's paid this some is, money. This Joel, is far more topical. Joel, we didn't even agree to one. Far, and now you're going for far two. Far more topical. Exactly. I feel like you guys are going to change something about the way we do this to prevent me from doing it next time. So I'm getting this. You're one. damn right. We That's will. That's actually a really. Oh yeah. man, we got game theoryed. Yeah, yeah we really tough. did. Oh. Right. Okay. So what we're gonna do now, guys, is we're gonna talk about all of the different types of gladiator. And the different types of weapons, and at the end of it, we're going to decide which gladiators we would be, and who would win in our one versus one versus one battle to the is death. This in still front of a Roman sports people. podcast? What's happening? I think it I'd is. be the trickster. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be the merchant. <laughs> these are these are not options. In Dragon Warrior, they are right. Though I would like to see the version of the Colosseum where it's like, oh, I picked the merchant. 
That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> like a Free Dragon trade Warrior makes 4. you stronger in the long term, you know? Yeah, so. Dragon Warrior 4, you get Taloon the Merchant, so you can buy the best equipment yeah. very quickly, so it didn't matter if you it's were like, strong. See, he's hiring mercenaries with proceeds from his terrorists. Exactly. That's oh. how you do it. I this. might switch to healer now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. This is, uh, oh, but let's continue here. Oh, no, you sorry, guys sorry. need to pick from the actual types. The earliest types of gladiator were named after Rome's enemies of that time. The Samnite, the Thracian, and the Gaul. Ooh. That's French, Greek, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Gaulish. Yeah, uh, and so those names were changed. So the, the Samnite, and that's the traditional, like the rectangular shield and the helmet and okay. sword. We all know that one. Sure. Oh, like a shin guard. That has a special name that I don't know. Right. Uh, but they were changed to Secutor, while the Gaul was renamed the Mermillo after these Roman empires had been conquered and then absorbed into Rose Empire. But I'll bet that everyone had a racist uncle who kept going like, it's a Gaul. All right? We should just call oh, yeah. it a Gaul. Oof. I'm not going to say Mermillo. Yeah, that doesn't feel good to hear. Oof. It's a Gaul. <laughs> Uh, but in mid-Republican Munis, they usually fought against each other. But in later ones, various fantasy types were introduced and were set against dissimilar but complementary types, right? So now it's just sort of like, oh, what if we pit like a slashing point guard against the team that's mostly playing like a half-court zone D? Oh. But, but with people with swords and stuff. <laughs> so they went specifically looking for interesting matchups. Yeah, exactly. Makes so, sense. They're programming. There's, uh, there's a great many types here, and I'm just going to skip through these real quick so we'll sure. have time at the end to select which one we'd be and then figure out who would win of the three of us. Okay. Uh, there's the Andabata, a blindfolded gladiator, or gladiator who fought blind. Cicero jokingly referred to his friend, uh, Station is Gaul this way, uh, extremely rare in classical sources and of doubtful entomology. So if you guys want to wear a blindfold, you could. Nope. Why would why would people do that? Let's hear the other options. Okay. Maybe to uh, make your hearing better? There's the... <laughs> Let's see. There's the arbalus, uh, which may be related to a cobbler's semicircular blade used to cut leather. So you're, you're using like a leather cutting tool. Well, that's... Uh, I mean, that seems like oh, a, a okay. good... That, I probably that want thing. a person cutting tool. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 There's well, the, human skin is softer than leather. Yeah, the Bestiarius, uh, that was a beast fighter who would specifically go out, and those are the people who specialized in killing the rare and endangered animals. Oh, that, yeah, yep. that's a good one. Uh, there was Bustarius, uh, and those were women with very large bosoms who would distract fighters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, it seemed <laughs> yeah, like it, it could have been right. a thing. It felt right. Right? Uh, uh, literally a tomb fighter, uh, and it's a generalized reference uh, to the association of gladiatorial combat with funeral games. Uh, so these are like people who fought to honor them. Uh, the Cestus was a fist fighter or boxer who wore the Cestus, which is like, I think, heavy duty spiked knuckles. Oh my yeah. God. Cool. So that was, you're like a fist fighter. Uh, the Krupellari. Uh, okay. Well, those were encased in a continuous shell of iron, laboring under its weight, unable to fight effectively, rapidly tiring, and soon dispatched by regular Roman troops. But I guess they, they sent one of these people out there. Okay. Uh, the Demetrius used a sword in each hand. Uh, the Equus was uh, was on horseback. That seems like a good choice. That seems yeah. like an advantage, right? Uh, the Esidarius was in a Celtic war chariot. Hmm. Seems like even more of an advantage. That's sure. a good You know one. what, guys? I'm going to have to go ahead and say no horseback, no chariot. Just to be fair. Oh, no, that 
we're all going to pick the chariot, and it's not going to be fun. Uh, there, there was the gladiatrix. That was a, a female gladiator. Really? Yeah. Okay, I feel like cool. I'd, I'd probably be really into her. Uh, there was the, the gallus, or the gall. Heavyweight, heavily armored. Uh, so, so again... Uh, and then there was the guy with the the trident and the knife. We're gonna skip through. The mermillo wore a helmet uh, with a stylized fish in the crest. Yeah, fish is important as well as an arm guard, a loincloth, a belt, a garter. There's a lot of clothes they're describing here. Wow. Thick wrappings covering the tops of his feet and a very short greave with an indentation for the padding at the top of the feet. The greave is the shin shin. Oh, okay, right, Got right. okay. Uh, and then the Samnite we already discussed. The scissor used a special short blade with two blades that looked like an open scissor. That's uh, fun. The Scutarius used a large shield, and the Thracian was a lot like that other one. And then the Trident guy. Okay, which one? I want to be the one with the most armor. There was one that was like heavy armored. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I'm not. I'm not that strong I'm actually, a fighter. I'm the same guy. I'm like people are like, oh, don't you want to be small and fast? I'm like. No, I want to be able to hold still while they wail away at me, waiting for a chance to score one blow. Yeah, rope a dope. Uh, there like, we like go. a rope a dope yeah. turtle. Well, I'm gonna be the Demetarius, the one with two swords. Ooh, so I that's feel a, like that's I could good... spin around in circles and no one could get near me. So this is, <laughs> this is interesting, and you'd be right because Jordan and I have both decided to wear so much armor that right, we can you wouldn't be able to mobile. Yeah, so I would just sit and poke at you while you were in your little ball of armor until I finally find a weak spot. What do we think the odds are that Phil would be able to to, to squeeze a sword through a crevice? You guys would never be able to hurt me. So how could you possibly? No, but wear every it? time you get close, we got like a big mace. We're just standing there going like, "Wait for it." But you're so clumsy. Wait for it. You'd be too slow. You'd never I, be able to get me. I think the two of us would work together at some point. Oh, like, that's not fair. One of us would pop you in the leg and take you out, and we'd crush you, and then we'd just have to like wail on each other. Yeah. I don't know, Jordan. Yeah. I do have a bit of a weight advantage. Yeah, I, think that that I would don't matter. know. I, I'd see, try to get out of that. You know, see if I could maybe like blend in with maybe one of the heavily armored people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, Where sense. did he go? <laughs> the camouflage. <laughs> Like, I thought there was only two stone statues over there. <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is heavyweight boxer Deontay Wilder. Yeah, hey guys. Hey. Hey, you okay? Uh, that hey. was a tough match. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was, that, was, that was tough. I'm, I'm glad to hear yeah. you say it out loud. It's nice yeah. to hear. I've been trying to. It was, it was maybe to the point of being a little bit traumatizing. Well, sure. It looked like a little head trauma. Yeah, yep. I definitely I got punched a lot in the face. TKO'd in the eleventh, I believe. Yeah, and 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 lasting that long, when you get TKO'd in the eleventh, all you can think to yourself is like, why didn't I just get KO'd in the second? It does. Yeah. Feel- that would have been the much easier way to go. Same outcome, same money coming my way. I mean, it's been two weeks. You don't look terrible, but it does look like you've 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 been worked over. Uh, yeah. Well, the body has healed. The mind is coming back a little bit slower. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, uh, definitely. To walk you guys through the whole thing here. Okay. Yeah. So we were having a conversation. It was me and my manager mm-hmm. and my cut man. Yeah. Got a lot of work. Right. Sure. Yeah. And, yep. and, uh, and our promoter, we were all talking about what we wanted to do next. And what was that? What was that? Oh right, no so no we, we, we I didn't say well, I didn't say no, no, no we didn't say anything I, just, I, no. I think you guys didn't I think didn't Phil anything? moved a little bit in his chair yeah. and you kind of but that's jumped. I got back pain so I have to kind of yeah, squinch okay. All right. yeah don't don't yeah. worry about that yeah 
So anyway, we were talking about our next fight. And he's like, well, so I got you, got you a title fight. And I was like, sweet. And he's like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, I think I'm going to win this. And he was like, okay, maybe. Then he mentions who the fight's against, this guy Fury. Yeah. I was like, Nick Fury from the comic books? Because, ha <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, guy. if he didn't have his guns, I think I'd have a chance. But, but no, he meant this other guy. Wait, you Fury. really thought it might have been Nick Fury from the comic books? But well, I mean, I, I thought in my head, what if it's Nick Fury? And I was like, well, it's obviously I mean, not it's a fictional character. Yeah, he's not. But then I thought to real. myself, even if it were, even if Nick Fury were a real person, I'd like my chances in a sanctioned boxing match by the rules because he would not be able to use any of the things that makes Nick Fury such an effective yeah, character. Yeah, fictional. But here, here's the thing, yeah, there's, there's major differences between fictional fighting and real fighting, and one of them is when the other guy is bigger. I, that's usually the only thing that matters. Well, but, you oh, know, yeah. you say that, but, I mean, there's all these stories throughout uh, literature, like the David versus Goliath, you right. know, mm-hmm. where there's someone large, but there's someone who is smaller, but maybe stop you right quicker there, on Jordan. their feet, yeah, and they can they, sort of... Let me just... And I, I, I heard you guys say it earlier about the faster gladiator winning. I yeah. don't think that's what happened very often. I think it was usually the bigger gladiator, because here's the thing. I think you remember the Dave against the Goliath story. Right, yeah, it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's lots of those stories where Goliath just wins. Like, he just lifts the club up, and he hits David, and David dies. And everyone goes, well, we probably should have seen that one coming. But, you know, not the- really a lot that else that was going to happen other than David just annihilating, getting annihilated by Goliath. And I feel like that happens so often that the one time the Goliath loses, everyone was like, holy shit, we should write this down. But you, over the years, sort of forget that, you know what, there's a whole oh, lot of instances where the other thing it. happens, and it's not in the history book. Oh, it's less, it's less notable it's less then. It's less notable. Okay. I see. But so it like, happens. So the Godzilla movies are not about, like, Mothra defeating Godzilla. It's about Godzilla murdering millions of people in Japan. Yeah, kind of. Ah, I like, see more more realistically, oh. that would be the thing to focus on. Sure, yeah. Because it's not like, oh, Mothra won that one fight against Godzilla where it's like, guess what? Several hundred thousand people in Tokyo lost their fight sure. with Godzilla. Because yeah. he was bigger and stronger, and there really wasn't a whole lot they could do. You seem pretty frantic. Are you yeah, all right? This guy Sorry, outweighed I just, you by how many pounds? 46. And why why fight someone that much larger than you? You know, that's funny. I asked my manager the exact same question. And what was his answer? His answer was, because the money's good. Ah, okay. Well, money sounds yeah. like it was good. So. Yeah, and I, I made a lot of arguments along the lines of, of being a, 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 a resident of Tokyo versus Godzilla, and they really were stuck on the because the money's good. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. I can see how that then would again, motivate. You do, you do and they fight for money. Yeah, and they weren't wrong. The money was good. but Good. But again, at 46 pounds, it's not a lot. You know, you could be faster. I was faster. Right. Did, did, did he help that to, much? Like, punch up, like into like his chin, like or something? Lil Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about boxing, so no, far be it for me not. to tell I did, you. I didn't understand do. how to aim my punches. This is why this. Is, I, people keep saying this to me. They're like, "Oh, did you try punching up?" I'm like, "Of course, I fucking tried punching well, if, up." If you catch him by surprise one, one time, you get a star, do. and then if you hit select, no, you but super punch. That's because yeah. people. All you do is you read about David and Goliath, and you play your Nintendo game, and you don't understand what it's like to actually be out there. That's fair. fair. Yeah. yeah, I have never he was been forty six pounds heavier than me. That's like a. Two I don't babies. have a kid, so yeah, it's a big baby. Yeah. It's a giant baby that would well, beat like up two, all the other babies. Two regular babies. I mean, I'm just saying, but 46, that's still in a car seat, you know? Yeah, it's true. That's still true. in a car seat. You're trying pounds. to minimize this. Well, if uh, how many pounds? I fought a man who weighed 46 pounds more than me. Do you think it was 46 pounds of muscle? 
I don't think it matters, Jordan. Feels like it's a little relevant. Yeah, I mean, if it's, you know, like flub, you know. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Did well, you watch any of the fight? No, I was paper. Did it look kind of like he had 46 yeah. pounds of flab on his body, Jordan? No, I watched the cut down on YouTube. Because, you know, like they say strong. the camera adds 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. Imagine that guy, but in reality, looking like he's 10 pounds cutter. Oh, but actually yeah. weighed 46 pounds more than you. Yikes. Are That's you that. not entertained? Wow. Do you think in the future you'd fight want to fight someone who weighs less than you or the oh, same yeah. amount? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I am not fighting anyone who weighs more than six ounces more than me again in my entire life. Okay. You don't have to. You get to decide. You're a free person. You get to decide your own decisions. You know? 46 pounds. I know. You could have said no. What? You made this decision. What you yeah, gonna... it really felt like I was talked into it by a manager and a promoter who, as I'm realizing in retrospect, weren't actually going to be in the fight. Seems like they had less to lose. They did, in a lot of ways. Now, granted, I did get most of the money, and the money was very nice, but can't sleep at night, guys. He was a lot bigger than me. Well, you know what? You're in a safe space now. Uh, we're both smaller than you. I did notice you with three layers of bulletproof glass in the way in. That made me oh, feel yeah, better. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Thank yeah. you for noticing. That is I mean, new. It's, it's really hot in here. Yeah, but, I mean, but that's canon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you don't have to worry. You're in a safe space right now. We're both smaller than you. If you boxed us, you'd d- destroy us. You would, you'd absolutely kill you'd us. You'd smush our faces. Did you, guys, yeah. did you guys do that for me? No. Nope. Nah, would you box no, me? No, that would no. be assault I mean, I, because I don't approve. No, if you'd let I me would. beat you up, that would feel a lot better for me. No, this is not sanctioned. I'm sure all the hurt. listeners at home would enjoy hearing you guys get beat up by a much larger person. Oh, what's this? You guys don't want this to happen? No, I don't. No, no. You probably weigh like 46 pounds bigger than me. I would never Can I take this knife? No, you no. can't. That's because I need it to defend myself if I'm ever confronted by a man You're who's 46 pounds heavier Just go out to the dark alley that this studio opens up to. Oh, Jesus. Thank G- you for coming, though. Gino let you out. He's like 7-1. Yeah. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. That's what weird sports ever. That's what weird sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world weird sports, the fan. Hmm. Oh, is this a movie? Yeah. Oh, this is uh, Robert De Niro? Yeah. I've seen a preview for this on Netflix. Scrolling Yay. through, you watch sport movies. <laughs> yep. Other sports movie recommendations. Our precise and difficult <laughs> algorithm has worked out that you like sports movies. You're welcome. Oh, Netflix full of themselves. <laughs> The Fan is a 1996 American sports psychological thriller film. Psychological. Yeah, directed thriller. by Tony Scott. Psychological. <laughs> and starring Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Wesley on. Snipes. Whatever happened to him? He's still around. Yeah. Tax evasion. Yeah, right. that, was uh, that was a bad one. Uh, it was based on a novel by Peter Abrahams. Upon the uh, release of the film, received uh, mixed to negative reviews from critics and became a box office flop. What? My favorite is when they say the reviews are mixed to negative or mixed to positive. Because are you just... telling me that the fan had no fans? Well, here's the thing. As they say it's Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes, let's talk about some of the other people in it. Benicio Del Toro. Whoa. John Leguizamo. Oh, wow. Ellen Barkin. And a very young, new to his career, Jack Black. As the radio broadcast technician. Our apologies to Ellen Barkin for not being as familiar with your work as the other three names. Exactly. 
Uh, so the plot, Gil Renard is a troubled baseball fan whose favorite Gil, team... Gil Renard? Gil Renard. Gil, there's a space there. Gil Renard. Got it. Gil yeah. Renard. Gil Renard. It's like, it's like a vampire. Gil Renard, Gil Renard, Tortica. <laughs> uh, Gil Renard is a troubled baseball fan whose favorite team, the San Francisco Giants, had just signed a $40 million contract with his favorite player, Bobby Rayburn. Okay, so this helps us date it. We know that it took place after 1957. Yes. Uh, his ex-wife, nice. Ellen, obtains a restraining order to keep him away from herself and their son after Gil left his son to attend a sales meeting, but finds his clients is at a baseball game. Hmm. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah, it's strange. So Gil's fired from his job as a knife salesman when he threatens a prospective customer. Things are not going well for Gil. Oh, geez. I imagine. I imagine if you're a company that hires knife salesmen, you're pretty quick in the firing trigger. Oh, with yeah, a yeah disgruntled employee. We are sending people around with weapons. Let's be really careful. Oh, yeah. If they seem angry, we're going to let them go. Though I will say, if a family of four were murdered with our knives, we could really push that and be like, look at how clean those cuts were. Ew. Dark. Oh, that's the... Oh. Too dark. That's the quality of chef's knife you're looking at here. Ooh, cut go. Uh, Gil begins harboring an obsession with Rayburn, his favorite player. Mm. When Rayburn suffers, we've a, all been there. Yeah, yeah totally. Oh yeah. oh yeah, you got your life's falling apart, so you're like, I'm just gonna focus on this one guy. When I was nine, Barry, I was dangerously obsessed with Barry Sanders. Fair. I yeah, wasn't that yeah, dangerous because right. I was nine. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I had a baseball card for Ryan Sandberg. <laughs> yes, we know, Phil. Uh, so when uh, Rayburn suffers a chest injury that causes fans to be upset by his underperformance, Gill shows aggression to fans that jeer him. Mm. He's like, that's my man. It's that's, a good fan. That's Rayburn. I mean, I like the idea of a fan who's sticking up for the player getting booed, but I also uh, don't like the idea of someone being like aggressive towards like, don't, don't you boo him? Nobody boo him. Who's booing him? Be like, you making fun of my guy. You making enough. fun of my guy. Thus far, as I interpret it, Robert De Niro plays the protagonist of this film, who's a yep. loyal baseball fan <laughs> who's had a couple of personal problems. We've all is, been there. Yeah, but is generally loyal to the home team. Somebody that we should look up to. Okay, Please well, continue. let's get to the next <laughs> sentence. Rayburn is seen fighting with his teammate Juan Primo, John Leguizamo, in the restroom of a bar. So Gil, thinking that Primo is to blame for Rayburn's performance, mm. confronts him in a hotel sauna and stabs him to death. Oh, God. Yeah. Not as good of a fan now. Less, yeah. less. Primo is also on the team. Yeah. And get so this. So it's more of an anti-hero, I think. Uh, <laughs> you still like respect him and want to be like him, but he does do some bad stuff. Yeah, exactly. But He's I'll, interesting. Yeah. So this is a crazy thing. Rayburn is suspected of the murder, but his performance improves. And Gil believes that what he did was good for Rayburn and the team. Oh, God. Mm. So, uh, so thinking that Rayburn does not acknowledge his fans, Gil goes to Rayburn's beach house and saves his uh, son, Sean, from drowning. So a little bit of Good luck there. guy. Wow. Yeah. Like so, I said, protagonist. So now Gil and Rayburn, they're friends. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is oh, right. Oh, no. Gil persuades. So this is like a buddy story. Yeah. Yeah. So Gil they're persuades. Cops, but I mean, buddy. And there's a yeah. murder already. What does that say about society? Guys are only allowed to be buddies if they're cops. There should just be buddy movies there are about guys of buddy being buddies. Movies. Yeah, there's so, there's so many movies but like that. But they're all cops. Oh, now that <laughs> Gil persuades Rayburn to play a friendly game of catch on the beach. Rayburn said he stopped caring about the game after Primo's death because he felt like there was more important things in life. And he makes the mistake of telling Gil that he lost respect for the fans. 
remarking on their fickle nature. Oh no, this an angered Gil almost hits Rayburn with a fastball and launched into a diatribe, and Rayburn is disturbed. I'm sorry, I just got so lost there. When you say Gil, is that short for, for Gillerand? Uh, yes, exactly. Gil Renard. Yeah, Gil, Gil Renard. Renard. Sorry, that, yeah. that's short for Gil Renard. So Rayburn starts going, this guy's kind of crazy because Gil takes off his jacket and reveals a Rayburn uniform underneath. Yeah, so he's like, this guy's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here. So Rayburn soon discovers that Gil kidnapped Sean. uh, His son. And then left a piece of Primo's branded shoulder in his freezer. So that's bad. At this point, he's Branded shoulder? Yeah, he'd like put a a brand. Only get Primo brand shoulder. Right, exactly. (laughs) If you need a new shoulder, go with uh, Primo's Primo shoulders. So uh, Gil spirals further into insanity uh, and starts acting like Sean's zone son. He starts believing that he's actually the player. He drives to see an old friend, Coop, a uh, catcher that Gil is often playing baseball with in his past. And Coop tries to help Sean escape and reveals that only he and Gil ever played together was in the Little League. And then Gil beats Coop to death with a baseball bat. So mm. that's not good either. It um, does kind of make him saving that kid a little bit less... <laughs> So, so here's where we start getting to the climax, right? Yeah. So Gil contacts Rayburn to make a demand, hit a home run in the upcoming game, and dedicate it to Gil, or he'll kill his son. Huh. Do, you know, for the old Gipper, right? <laughs> you know, that's kind of tipping me over into the bad fan territory. Yeah, it does. Root, root, root for the home team. Yeah. If Murder they don't a win. couple of dis- <laughs> distractions, sure, but kidnap so, a kid? Totally. So at this point, Rayburn is really not holding it together while he's at bat. And after several pitches, he hits a ball deep, deep into the outfield, but not over the fence. Oh, Rayburn attempts to enough. score an inside the ballpark home run, but he's called out, even though he's obviously safe. Oh, it's a I mean, bad call. Yeah, if bad only call. instant replay is son, what might be saved? This is this is something I should think about. Like when I'm watching baseball and that guy tries to pick up the extra base and I'm like, you fucking idiot. You're going to ruin this for everyone. But there's a Maybe twist. Maybe somebody kidnapped his kid. There's a twist here. That in mind. So uh, Rayburn starts to argue with the umpire who turns out to be Gil in disguise. What? Right? He got called out by Gil, the one that's hurting his son. So Rayburn. With you, I feel like I would have understood this plot a lot better if we'd explained the rules of baseball first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So Rayburn knocks Gil to the ground. Cops and players uh, go onto the feeling to confront Gil. Uh, before the cops arrive, Gil kills Lands, another player who tries to tackle him. You know what? Bad fan. Yeah. I'm yep. I'm ready to admit I was wrong before. Title's a bit deceiving. It is. Yep. Just calling him the fan. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think I get it now. Is he a good fan or a bad fan? It could go either way. Well, here's the- And it seems like he's a good fan. In the end, you find out he's a bad fan. He's the fan. Yeah, so Gil in a climactic moment, uh, he's got a knife in his hand holding up to Rayburn. He asks him if he cares about baseball. Um, and then uh, his, Rayburn's answer is, just a little bit, and then Gil shot dead. So he didn't get what he wanted. His player's just like, yeah, I guess I care a little bit. I and do suspect like, oh, that we, we missed a little something in, a, in that fast description of the third act. Yeah. Or at least maybe this is why it was so poorly reviewed. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic because then they have a little denouement where they uh, go to Gil's place and see the depths of his obsession with Rayburn, hundreds of newspaper clippings, 
um, find the uh, Sean on a little league field where Gil once played as a child. And there was a picture on his wall showing his past glory playing little league and winning the big game. Because hmm. he became like obsessed because like, that was the moment in his life. He that sounds like a scene that loses all of its tension and drama by placing it after the climactic moment. Yeah, it would have been nicer if he had to like, actually play If it's wedged into league. the second act somewhere, everyone gets to go, wow, look how nuts this guy is. Yeah. That's the scene when everyone's filing out. And the Dana Mont would be us finding out he's the Zodiac Killer. There you yeah. go. And that brings it then to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, we just rewrote the movie, so it's a hundred times better now. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings closing with sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we'd like to bring back Deontay Wilder to give you our contact information. Here, I'm just going to hand you this piece of paper. Right oh, right. Just read oh, that. Hey. No, it's okay. Hey, it's hey okay. just hand me over a piece of paper. It's okay. All right, just be, be careful about that. Yeah. yeah. Watch out. That paper can crinkle a little. Yeah. Do you notice that this is legal-sized? Don't put this yeah. in the same box with any of the letter-sized paper. Okay, okay. Wow. This is for me. Please don't do that. Uh, we, we All won't, right, we won't. Jesus. If you want to reach us on Twitter, you go to twitter.com slash, slash sports the number three podcast. Twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. And we have a smaller following than some other Twitter accounts, all right? So don't don't bigger Twitter accounts come bully us. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're doing okay on Twitter. Yeah, if you want to find us on Facebook... All right, we're at facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. Facebook.com slash sports the number three podcast. I like Facebook because it can be anonymous and quiet, and I have a lot of friends there. You're actually supposed to use your real name on Facebook by the two. <laughs> but you don't have to. Nah, you're supposed to. <laughs> don't break terms of service, please. Then anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast. You might be noticing a theme with that one. Sort of like me getting hit in the face during that fight. Uh, must yeah. have felt like an anchor. You can, yeah, you can go back. It did, it, it, yeah. Funny one, funny one, Mister Funny, Funny Mister Ranta over here with his funny, funny hey, jokes. Hey, 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 yeah, thank, that's you, what thank the you fans, very much. The thank fans you. agree with you. Thank you very that's much. That's where you yeah, go to find our back episodes. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Hey guys, Joel. Joel. And now it's time for another Bye, Joel. Joel.